Hey guys. Welcome to another episode. A few time. Mm, with Tony. And Jackie. Who has had caffeine apparently. We both have. This should be fun. Gun news. Well, welcome back. I hope you guys have been enjoying the interviews. Uh, they have been super fun now that we have an, uh, a method at which to do them. Yes. So if you guys would like us to reach out to anyone or if there's anyone that you would like to hear from on the podcast, let us know. And you can reach out to us on DMs on any of the social medias or pewtimepodcast at gmail.com and at laugh and load on all the social medias. So let us know if you guys have person. someone in mind. Yeah, yeah. Or, or in person. We run into you guys constantly. True. Which is awesome. Yes. But you're right. On to gun news. Gun news. Quite a bit. Uh, uh, yes. The first one I'm super excited about, the CZ Shadow 2 Compact, which I want to say it's been three weeks since it's been released. I think I saw my first one like two weeks ago. Has it been three weeks? It doesn't, I don't know. Everything's becoming a blur. We had our, you know, our episodes out the last, like, two weeks, so we didn't have a, yeah. a speaking so, episode to you to talk about two it. Two or so, three weeks. So, roughly there. Uh, I saw my first one about two weeks ago, and then last week, we got to shoot one. We did. I only got to shoot a mag for it. Yeah, so, we still got the chance to shoot it. Yeah. So, some specs, aluminum frame, optic ready, 15 rounds, multi-slot pick rail, the entire gun weighs 30 ounces, has a 4-inch barrel, and MSRP's at 1300 First impressions, one mag through, what, we, what did you think of it in your hands? Just before you even shot it, just handling it, what did you think? Um, it was nice, but it is... I don't know. It felt good, but uh, the double action kind of killed it for me. It wasn't very good. Yeah. So part of me was thinking when I first tried the double and the single that I was not as impressed, but then I remembered we have Apex right. Spring Kid in ours. I'm like, oh my god, maybe I've become like, uh, well maybe that numb. maybe, maybe that I've is become it. numb to a stock. Well, because I don't remember the last two. time. When's the last time you shot a stock Shadow Two? Because uh, none of our friends have stock Shadow Twos. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it isn't as bad. I'd like. I guess I'd have to. I want more time behind it for sure. I definitely want to get one in. I agree. So, uh, I I like the idea of it. Mm -hmm. I do think it's quite interesting that it does not have a fire engine block, mm -hmm. and I'm assuming that because they're they're really highlighting the fact that it has a safety notch in the hammer mm -hmm. on the website. So I'm assuming that. That's why, but I'm not 100% sure. Again, I want to get it and dig more into it. Agreed. Uh, Taurus has come out with quite a few different guns, actually. Uh, this one is the Taurus Judge Home Defender, and it is the Judge on steroids. Well, I guess they already have the Judge on steroids because they got the, what, what's, what's, what's the big one? It's a six inch? No, 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 no. They got the big, crazy, raging... Oh, the Raging Judge. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what it is. So. Where's the notes on it? You said you had a screenshot of all the things. No. Okay. Jackie, Jackie screwed up. 
Anyway, <laughs> let me talk to you about the judge in just a second. Rewind, because the one that I actually have available for the stuff that Jackie will now have to look up is the Taurus TS9. Which, uh, I'm going to have to read you what their website says, because there's a lot of things in here that I probably would not have said. Or said differently. Okay. So, the Taurus TS9 continues the Taurus tradition of service pistols that that began with the first revolvers produced for the Brazilian government and has continued since then. Interesting. Now, I know this gun has been in Brazil for a while, because I'm pretty sure it's the same model that they're... Uh, the young lady that shoots for them in Brazil, I believe this is the model she uses. So the TS9 is a full-size striker gun, 9mm, 17 rounds, and it says the TS9 is a rugged, reliable 9mm, 17-round striker-fired pistol that passed the rigorous NATO pistol proof test, which it has, mm-hmm. which is, you know, kudos, that right. is good. Uh, this is where it gets interesting. So we kind of all know the stereotypes that Taurus have. Right. The very next line says the TS9 isn't just good on paper, it's good in the streets. Oh. What the fuck? (laughs) That's funny. As the pistol of choice for elite Brazilian military and law enforcement special operations unit, the TS9 continues to prove its worth in action. None of those are in the streets. At least I hope not. So is it allowed in USPSA then? Because as people say, USPSA, that shit will get you killed in the streets. You're really reaching with that one. I am. Now available on the US market for the first time thanks to a government contract overrun. Which means they didn't need them or want them. (laughs) Right. You have a limited time opportunity to get your hands on this duty-ready international service pistol. This is some high-quality marketing. Yeah. They're overreaching more than me. This is a... Uh, Far-fetched. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two magazines. The gun weighs the 35 and a quarter ounces. Polymer. And it looks like a... Uh, well, it looks like, honestly, a Hellcat Pro and an Echelon and an APX. Right. All padded... Menage a trois together. Yeah. And someone got pregnant. Yeah. But they don't know who the daddy is. That's funny. Uh, MSRP, four ninety nine ninety nine, so 500 bucks. Oh, and in case you're wondering. expensive for a Taurus. A Taurus that's not optic ready. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because I guess apparently the Taurus TS9 Toro does not yet exist. That's fine. I'm sure it will. Next year. Yeah. So, I do want to try one of these just because we've been somewhat impressed with the G3. Right. I'm just trying to figure out, is this gun going to, is this an international thing where they're like, oh, shucks, we've made too many, we need to sell them, or we're going to introduce this model as a new flagship model. Mm-hmm. So, that I'm not sure of yet. I wonder how it shoots, though. Yeah, I mean... I don't imagine it's any different than a full-size G3. But it looks different. I mean, slightly different. Like, there's little bumps in the finger. And I have a feeling that this trigger is going to be, uh... I don't know. It looks like it would be better. Well, 
I would hope so. Obviously, we won't know until they're officially here in the country. I haven't seen one yet. I mean, if you, if you look at the bottom of the trigger guard, it looks like they originally started like, oh, we're going to give it paddle releases. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah, it does. Doesn't it? That's funny. <laughs> El Euro style. Ugh. All right. I'm sorry. Now that Jackie has rectified her mistakes. Take it back. Tell us about the Taurus Judge. <laughs> it's a revolver. Shoots big things. Big-ish things. Big-ish things. 45 long, cold, and 410, just like the standard Taurus Judge does. This actually has a really cool... It's not a handguard. Uh, no, it's a... Front... Under barrel... Underlug. There we go. Yeah. Uh, the front does have a pick rail on it, so you can mount a bipod to the motherfucker. Uh, the top also has a pick rail. So, question from the other side of whoever, because I know they're going to ask. How big is that pick rail section? Oh, it's gigantic. It's yeah. huge. It's the biggest I've ever seen. It's huge. Uh, let me see if they actually have it in the specs how big that rail is. They don't. So. They do not. Uh, but let's see, it's a three inch, so it's a three inch cylinder. It goes the entire length of the cylinder plus maybe a half inch off the rear. So three and a half inch rail section. So I'm just asking for a friend. If you put a grip pod on the front, is that more of a bipod or a foregrip? A bipod. Bipod, right? Officially. This is not legal advice. (laughs) Bipod, it's... Strictly a bipod. Oh. It just collapses in a very unique manner. Mm-hmm. For storage and transportation. Yes. To save space. Yes. 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 That is all. <laughs> what else? Uh, it is a double single, as they all are. Overall barrel length... Thir- oh, barrel length is 13 inches. Damn. Overall length, 19 and a half. I do. I, I really want to see the uh, velocities of forty-five Colt out of that. Well, there's a one to sixteen twist rate, which is pretty damn good for a handgun, right? Uh, fifty-eight, a little over fifty-eight and a half ounces unloaded. So it's about this. It weighs about as much as y'all's open guns. Right. <laughs> uh, it does have an alloy steel frame, matte black finish and everything. Uh, I know a lot of times when they come out with the new Judge models, they do a stainless version and an all-black version. The all-black one is the only one that is here currently. I wonder what makes it the home defender. The fact that you can put the bipod on and set it in your windowsill and blast them on your way up the driveway. Or, I mean, a flashlight. We guess it'd be kind of kind of cool with a flashlight up there. Yeah. I mean, like, you really gotta reach to turn that flashlight on, though. No, because then you can just put a pressure pad on the uh, barrel underlug. Uh, yeah, barrel underlug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, it is goofy. You can looking. basically put, like, all of your AR accessories on here. Yeah. If those of you in Illinois still have ARs. Rifle accessories. Rifle accessories. Yeah. Yeah, 13-inch barrel. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, all right. I can't wait to take a picture of me holding one of these things because I have a feeling like it's going to look even bigger. And then yeah. I want you to take a picture with the same gun. And it'll look like an average judge. 
Uh, Kimber has decided to release more things on their Rapide line. So they've released the Kimber Rapide Heat and the Kimber Rapide Ice. Oh. The email blast is super cool. It's like a fire and ice kind of thing. Blues and reds, fire, ice. You know what they've released, right? See, this is why I can't do marketing for people. Kimber, I am so sorry. I still want to try some of your guns. And I really want to try your revolver. But you've released the Kimber Rapide Icy Hot. If you were doing pistols. Icy Hot. Icy Hot. See. Uh, so they make them in 9 and 45. The 9s run 1919 for MSRP. The 45s are 1899 for MSRP. You can get either one. In their blued finish with red grips and red trigger, or their stainless finish with blue grips and blue trigger, fire and ice. Threaded barrel on all four models, optic ready, and suppressor height sights. And they have like the normal repeat features. They have that little skinny, dinky, three quarters of the way magwell. Mm. The optic cuts and uh, the, the slide cuts. Yeah, the front slide cuts. Yeah, it does have, uh, it does have a look to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, I mean, the repeat is a very, very sharp line, very updated, very modern looking. You know, to the traditional, you know, Springfield 1911, uh, Colt 1911. Yeah, like, like we're going to release the Garrison. It's a 1911 A1. Right. <laughs> it's the Garrison. Damn it. Again, <laughs> A1. So, I mean, it does look really good. Yeah. $1,900 is really good? I don't think so. Like I the, said, th the threaded barrel is really cool because they haven't had a threaded barrel on their guns since they had their um, their little Evos mm -hmm. with the comps that came on them. And I mean, that's a Micro 9. It's not a full-size 1911. I don't know that I can recall a true 1911 from Kimber that had a threaded barrel out of the box. So the Kimber Icy Hot. Got it. Yes. Uh, briefly, SIG P320 M18, now available in California. That means it's been put on the list. Yep. And it's got some goofy things that it had to do to be put on the list, like a magazine disconnect. Yeah, yeah, weird and shit. some other things, which is very funny because when you swap the group module, that all goes away. Right. <laughs> the, whole, the whole gun is so <laughs> modular, it's, I mean... Anything that they put on there to make it Cali compliant, you can really just yeah. swap out. Not that you should. This is not legal advice. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Apex Tactical releases their uh, forward set sear flat trigger kit for the M&P metal. Which is very exciting. We've been waiting for that for yes. a while. Because we were very highly recommended not to use M&P triggers in the metal. Correct. And uh, I and get that was why. because of the... Tolerance so, issues. Yeah, tolerance issues. Yeah. Something with the reset, I think, right? If yeah, with, with how the metal frame is compared to the polymer as far as, like, the over-travel and the stops and stuff like that. But now, it's been fit to work on metals. Which is awesome. Yes, fantastic. One more piece of gun news, and I'll let you take this one, because, uh, well, you're good at it. That's not one more piece. We still have this one. Oh, I just skipped something, didn't I? Jeez. My bad. Anyway, Hunter's HD 
has released a new product. Another lens. So you have your golds, your rubies, and now you have your active blue. Mm-hmm. Which I am ecstatic for. Yeah. Because I love my golds. I do. I love wearing them at matches. The problem is I can't wear those. I could wear them every day. I just don't. I, they're in my range bag and that's where they stay. Mm-hmm. I wear another set of glasses every day. That I would like just to be a little bit darker. And these seem like they're going to fit the bill. So, indoors and whatnot, it is a light sapphire color. Hence the blue. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to dark mirrored polarized finish outdoors in the sun. Uh, I'm very, very excited. Yeah. I need to contact Brian ASAP because I have a, a frame and I need lenses for it. Yes. So check them out. You can go to Hunter's HD site, click follow the links to Active Blue, and check them out. Now we have one last piece. Well, this technically isn't, it's not gun news, industry, products, companies. This is like the red-headed stepchild of gun news. Yeah, it's the alphabet boys that look over all the gun stuff, and the uh, they think they have more power than they do. So... This is them trying to flex their so-called, the power that we have, and they're trying to redefine yet another definition. In case you guys haven't gotten the memo, we're talking about the AFT. Yes. They want to redefine what exactly constitutes a dealer. So, they lay out what it is now, basically, if you're in the business of firearms. Mm-hmm. They want to redefine that as, uh, let's see if we can find it. Here we go. Uh, I want to apologize on Tony's behalf. He's unprepared. I have it right here. <laughs> so they want to redefine engaged in the business. The ATF says in their own comments on the rule, even a single firearm transaction or offer to engage in a transaction when combined with other evidence, may be sufficient to require an FFL. Here's just a couple of things. Um, our dude from behind the gun counter on Instagram put a real good synopsis together and highlight the stupidity of the ATF. So here's one point. Spends more money or its equivalent on purchases of firearms for the purpose of resale than the person's reported taxable gross income during the applicable period of time. Hmm. So if you buy more gun stuff than you make. But I'm not offering to resell it. Doesn't matter. Those but, are the rules. But it says resale. So everybody who opened that brand new credit card is like, I'm going to expand my collection. Watch your numbers. <laughs> uh, another point. Repetitively sells or offers for sale firearms. This includes within 30 days after they were purchased. So for all you uh, men children out there that are like, I'm buying a gun, and your wife wears the pants in the family and goes, no, you're not. Take it back or sell it. Now you can say I can't. I'm not a dealer. If you keep hold of it for more than 30 days. Uh, can also include that are new or like new in their original packaging. So all you collectors that go out and buy these Colts and these Smiths, like, it's new in box, never fired. 
you're screwed. Or that are the same or similar kind or type. Again, if you're a collector of a certain type of firearm. Right. <sighs> um, some of the facts that if they exist lead the ATF to presume that you are predominantly trying to make money through gun sales purchases rents or otherwise secures or sets aside permanent or temporary physical space to display or store firearms they offer for sale including part or all of business premises table or space at a gun show or display case makes or maintains records in any form to document, track, or calculate profits and losses from firearm purchases and sales. Formally or informally establishes a business entity, trade name, or online business account, including an account using a business name on social media or website through which the person makes or offers to make firearm transactions. Well, the only positive I can see out of all this is all those, like, uh, those like messages and DMs you get like, oh, I have, remember during the pandemic when nobody could get ammo and there was like dozens of companies every week <coughs> that were reaching out and like, hey, I have nine millimeter in stock. Just send me your shipping address and sell me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that could potentially stop some of those accounts. That's well, hard scams say. though. I mean, they're not even people, most of them aren't even people actually selling shit. In case you can't tell, we're huge fans of the ETF here. <laughs> uh, did you see what somebody put on Instagram today? I believe it was Mr. Guns and Gear. Um, about the ATF. So he did a post. He said he did not Photoshop it. And this is for real. They put this, the ATF put this up. They are standing in front of of a banner that says ATF trust your dog. No it doesn't. Does? Holy shit. Yeah, cuz the A is the outline of a dog. Yep. This is fantastic. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, that's unbelievable. I'm, uh, I got a good chuckle out of it. <laughs> Alrighty, let's see, our week, weeks, weeks, multiple in shooting. weeks in shooting. Yeah. Uh, it's been crazy. So, most importantly, you have nationals coming up in 17 days, Something I believe. like that. And you have been training. Uh, up until a week ago, you did not have your gun to train with. So you've been training with my gun, which mm -hmm. is the blue gun from Stealth Arms, the platypus. Yep. But you did get yours back a week ago. We did. So now you can actually train with your gun, and my gun will be your backup for Nats, which yes. is awesome. Anything special in your training that... You've really been focusing on. I know you were working on getting your gear together the first like, you know, week or so after you said like, "Well, this is what I'm shooting." Right. So, uh, if you guys are interested in following a deeper look, uh, I decided to do a 21 day vlog every day, with the exception of yesterday. 
I am putting two up tonight to make up for it. Just kind of every day looking at an aspect of what I'm doing to get ready for nationals. Uh, I kind of covered what it was on day one. I went over the gear day two. I went over my goals. I have like going through the matchbook coming up, some of my training coming up. So if you're interested in that, follow it on YouTube. It's You can just type in Laugh and Load. You will find us, I promise. Um, but I have just, yep, I got the gear ready. And I got some dry fire in. I got some live fire in. It's been... Uh, you have some uh, really fun live fire training sessions coming up. And you I do. built this very elaborate dry fire place yes. to have fun with. So like, You guys can check that out on the video. It's been pretty coming out soon. Lots of good time. Lots of good time. Lots of good reps. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about our Nationals predictions closer to it, but yes. uh, my vote's for you. Oh, gee, thanks. It's not for me because I've seen so many <laughs> names that are popping up for there. But my training right now is basically just focusing on, like, match mode. I'm not pushing speed on anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just making sure my reloads are on point. I'm finding the bat every time. Just making sure that there's not a lot of error. Yes. So... That's my training thus far. We did our lovely trip to Iowa, which is how I got Bumblebee back. That we was went, fun. We went to go hang out with our friends, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Honest Outlaw, and Nick from Pewview. And his cameraman. Yes, and at Pewview's cameraman, Dalton. Dalton. <laughs> so it was a good time. Uh, that's actually where we got to shoot the Shadow too. Yep. Uh, compact. Mm -hmm. And we went out. Man, we had a ball. Shot lots of things. Shot lots of things. Really fast. Yeah, really, really fast. I mean, I didn't. I I tried. I mean, I mean, Twista went with us, and I, it's safe to say that if you put Nick, Chris, myself, and Twista, and a shot timer, things get interesting very so quickly. So much ammo. Everybody, <laughs> everybody who shot had to one up whoever just shot. What, you guys, it was supposed to be everybody got one chance at it. And now you guys ended up shooting it, what, three or four different times at least. Um, because it just wasn't, you beat me, now I got to one up and then do it again. Yeah. And there was like the, you know, you're like six inches farther forward than me. Like very, like scrupulous. Yes. <laughs> yes. You guys were hilarious. We had a really good time out there. Yep. It was a ton of fun. I can't wait to go back. And then this week in our shooting, we, well, I know you did a lot of dry fire, um, and you have I a did. live fire session planned for tomorrow, but yeah, I'm not training for anything. Duh. I'm just kicking it this this season, like for the rest of the season, just chilling. I do have ammo to make for you. Aww. Uh, Aww. You guys heard it here. Make my shit. <laughs> and so I'm making all of this with ammo to make for you. Oh no 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 no! Um, we but also, we did get some filming in today. We got we, did. we got some shooting in, which is I think the first time I've shot in probably at least two weeks. Or oh no, because we shot last Monday with them out in Iowa. Yep. If you guys follow us on Instagram, you'll see we shot the Staccato CS and the Dan Wesson DWX Compact. Spoiler alert. At least one of those guns is dope as fuck. And going to be in our personal collection very soon. Yeah. So, 
very, 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 very impressed with one of them. Yeah. Had its downfalls. So you have to wait for that video to come out, though. Yeah. Very exciting. We had a lot of fun. Uh, again, totally caffeinated and absolute goofballs on the range. Yeah, side. we were a little unhinged with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think makes for, you know, a good time on the range. Nobody wants to see people talking monotone and it's yeah. boring. No, and... you, that's definitely not these two. No, for sure. So it was a lot of fun. I can't wait for those videos to go up. Um, we also are finalizing our upcoming video that's getting ready to publish this week. Oh, Trigger Cons this week. It'll be going out after Trigger Con. Because <laughs> we're a little bit stretched thin this week. Because yes. Trigger Con's coming up. Trigger Con is this week. So we are very, very excited to go. Jackie will be joining me on the uh, back half of the show, and I will be there all weekend. Yep. Uh, so it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. You'll be there all three days. Yep. Driving down. Uh, and then I will be flying down Saturday night to spend Sunday with you at the show. Which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are out there and you see me, stop by. Say hi. I love meeting you guys. If you guys can find my short little self, say hi to me too. Like I said, if you see me, <laughs> uh, I'm the guy. I'm the one. You can you can spot me. And then I am shortly shortly thereafter. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did change to Bumblebee, and I will have a video up because I've had a lot of people ask about it, is I have transformed the flashlight that was on it, my oh, X300, yes. uh, into a bona fide frame weight because the light does not have to be operational. In so, Lumops, right. In lim yeah, in Lumops. So I took a page out of the great Bob Vogel's book and decided to chuck the batteries that were already dying, and I cut open some shotgun shells and poured them in the battery cavity. So the Surefire was once three ounces, is now seven. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which, it does add, like, a really nice balance. Because, I mean, we both shot it without it. I wouldn't it. call it balance. It's very front-heavy now. It is. But it is something I like about it. Well, the actual weight. I mean, it's, start, it's starting to feel about where you'd want the weight to be. Mm -hmm. And I kind of dig it. And I think... It definitely feels a little more balanced once you have like a fully loaded, you know, Mag. 140 mag. Yeah. Then it's not too bad. Mm -hmm. No mag in there and it's like, eh, it's worse well, than the I Shadow had, 2. I had messed around with it. Um, well, I, I put I put it on uh, G. Yeah. And I had the big stick, not the big stick, not the 170, but a 140 loaded up. And I absolutely love the way it shot. It shoots great. I mean, there's no doubting that. I, I love the way it shoots. Uh, it's a little past due, but we're going to do a quick rundown because it was a Nationals. And uh, we just need to give a couple of congratulations. Let's start. It was Open PCC Nets. Uh, they had 444 shooters. Which is insane. That's a lot. Uh, Open had 282 of them. So I'm just going to run through top 16 real quick just because Nationals deserves a little bit bigger of a spread. In 16th place, Shannon Smith. The dude is still top 16. Smitty, well done, sir. Uh, Bridger Havens in 15th. Brandon Elias, shout out, bro. Good job. 14th. 13th, P 
Patches Reader. 12th, Brennan Conaway. 11th, Mike Wang. 10th, Bill Drummond. 9th, Andrew Hyder. 8th, Craig Tappy. 7th, June Kim. 6th, uh, Aaron Edens. Edens? I keep saying it wrong. Edens. No, it's not Edens. Edens? It's, I think it's Edens. Huh. Like I've, Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Edens. Yes. Yes. Edens. Edens. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I, I just learned about it the, the other day talking with Manny. Fifth uh, place. Fifth place, Chris Tilly. Fourth place, Brian Jones. Third, Lesgar Speedy Murdoch. Second place, John Vlieger. And first place, Christian Thanos Sailor. Siler. Siler. Good God. I'm, man. <laughs> I don't know if the caffeine's wearing off or what's going on. Now, one of the big talks, or two of the talks of the town, at least for the open division side, where there were two names that are normally top 16 that weren't. One of them was JJ. JJ was 176th. Which is very abnormal. Yeah. Well, word on the street is uh, JJ had a cracked barrel. Ooh. So, some stuff happened. Yeah. And then another one, Casey Sabio. Casey got DQ'd. And from what I heard, it was on a mag change. He went to change mags and couldn't adjust his grip. And the gun, bloop. Mm. So. So uh, we have... You want to do ladies open? Yeah. Ladies open. Top five. Oh my gosh. Top five. Fifth place, Jessica Johnson. Fourth place, Megan Smiley. Third place, Sloane Sanders. Second, Morgan Lionheart. And first place, Jesse Harrison. My girl, Jesse. First place. Mm-hmm. Woot, woot. PCC. Top 16. Starting at 16, working our way to number one. 16th place, Todd Jarrett. 15th, Tony Martin. 14th, Niels Jonathan. Means he can shoot more than just a pistol. 13th place, Keith Garcia. 12th, Andre DeSalti. DeSaltel. Yeah, there you go. 11th, Chris Barrett. Give me a takeover. 10th, Tom Castro. (laughs) Nice job, sir. Uh, 9th, Brian Nelson. 8th, Migs Valencia. 7th, Greg Jordan. 6th, Brian Harrington. 5th, Scott Green. 4th, Zach Sims. Third place. Zach Smith. What did I say? You said Zach Sims. <laughs> Shout out Zach Sims. That means I miss you, buddy. I haven't seen you in a while. He's a local friend of ours. This was not him. This was Zach Smith. <laughs> I am freaking tired. Third place, Justine Williams. Second place, Josh Froelich. And first place, Max Lugarandis. Yes. All of those. <laughs> and then ladies. Ladies PCC. Fifth place, Ashlyn Champagne. Fourth, Linda Turnbull. Third, Jessica Dor- Doran, Dorian, Doran, Doran, Doran. Sure. Second, Jalise Williams, and first, ladies, PCC, Miss Justine Williams, who, two episodes back, you can hear her interview leading yep. up to her shooting this nationals. So fantastic! Absolutely. Just a quick fantastic. shout out to you guys. It was well, well deserved. Anytime we have a nationals, it's good to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we asked for questions, and we got some questions and some CCCs. 
The CCC, I'm really excited for. Okay. Can we do that one first? Sure. So, or maybe we should close with that one. You really need to make your mind up. <laughs> we'll close with it. The question we got was, describe your perfect pistol build. <sighs> I feel like my, like, like something I am capable of building. Or something that I would have built would be, mm. I guess, a really good question to start with. Because having something built is definitely, you know, a pistol build, right? Because it's being built. Um, and I would say my pistol build not made by my hands would be a current custom. Okay. Um, perfect pistol build that I am capable of would be, like, the 320 open gun... My Black Betty. Obviously, she has some kinks, but as far as something that, like, I'm not going to say a Glock, right? Like something like, oh, a P80 and a Glock and put those shit together and just, is not my jam. Okay. It might be someone else's jam. It is not my jam. I would say something that I'm capable of building, the perfect pistol build, would be like my open gun or my AXG with the 320. I love the platform. I love that everything is so versatile, so modular, and I can do anything on any of the guns that I need to do. I usually make you do it, but I'm capable of doing it myself. Just like you can make your own ammo, but you choose to make me make it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a give and take. You build the guns, I'll make the bullets. <laughs> uh, I don't know what my perfect pistol build would be. That's such a hard question. So I will do one that has been on my mind for an updated carry gun. Oh, I'm shocked. I thought you were going to say your your Beretta open gun project. No. Mm -mm. I'll just do a current one that I'm thinking of, and it'll be a uh, 4-inch M&P Compact uh, with an Apex trigger in it, and then sent out to Monsoon for Lucky 7s with a 509T on it. And that's it. Okay. Simple. Well, I guess then even the gun I'm carrying is technically a build. True. Right? My Bamalam gun, yeah. my three, it's a 365 grip mod with the macro slide. So it's got the porting, or Spectre Comp slide, mm -hmm. if you will. Spectre Comp slide. Housing 407. C. Okay. Okay. Definitely okay. C. I'm saying C like yes. Oh. <laughs> the first C was an accident. The second C was me saying yes. <laughs> yeah, 407K. And uh, I upgraded the trigger to flat face instead of keeping with the curve that came on the 365 originally. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, let's see. Will you be doing a vlog of Nationals with your friend? Yes. Matter of fact, I'll be doing a vlog for 21 days. Right. And yes, he will be in it. He'll be shooting his first nationals, so it'll be cool to get his take on it. Mm-hmm. But you guys should definitely keep an eye mm -hmm. on... So, Trigger Control is a series that we do on YouTube, following along with different matches that we shoot. Right. Our travels, our stage plans, how we break stages down, um, you know... All the ins and outs of basically what happens at a match. It's really fun. This new segment follows the trigger control body, but it is Road to Nationals. So all of those are going to be together in their own playlist. Yeah. 
and you're gonna be able to follow along and eventually find out who this friend is. Some of you already know, but yes. Uh, have you, Tony, started to prep for handgun nationals? Yes. <laughs> uh, have you seen my latest match video? And that's from our buddy Manny. Yes, they're very good. And uh, that is it. Oh, we had the Carry Compete Crush. Yes. So, CCC, it's been a while since we've had one of these Carry Compete Crush, uh, like Mary Kiss Kill or whatever yes. the other variations of that game are. So, three guns get submitted by you guys. And generally, what people have been doing which makes it a lot more fun, is finding things that are very high competitors with each other. So something we would carry, something we would compete, something we would crush. But they're all so close, so we really have to dig in, dissect. Yeah, like they would essentially all be carry guns. Right. I mean, we've done stuff crazy like uh, we've done military artillery. Mm-hmm. We've that done people. Fun. Yeah, tacos, <laughs> like different different Mexican food. foods, like right. uh, tacos, burritos, and nachos, I think was right. one submission from Manny. Uh, which is probably, like, my most memorable CCC we ever did. Because tacos are made for buckets. That's what I would carry. Right. I would compete, eat with the burritos, because I can, I can bury those motherfuckers. And nachos, there's no place for those in my life. <laughs> if I had to say goodbye to tacos or burritos, it would definitely be nachos. That was a really good one. This one that got submitted, these three are all in the same category, so we're going to have to decipher which carry, compete, or crush category we want to put each of these three into. Crush, self-explanatory. Compete, also whatever, self whatever sport it is. <laughs> right. Right. And then carry. Open, concealed. It's not specified. It's very open and broad. So our first gun in the submission is the Staccato P. The second one is the CZ DWX. And the third one is the Prodigy by Springfield. I'm crushing that. I'm crushing the Prodigy. Okay. I'm going to carry the Staccato P. Okay. And I'm going to compete with the DWX. Yeah. Okay. Wait. That fucking thing isn't optic ready, is it? No. Oh, no. We didn't send it out. Oh, yeah. People already got them cut. Okay. So. Okay. Well, then I'll keep it the way it is. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to probably cheat and say something people weren't expecting. You're going to put a chili grip on your prodigy and compete with that. No. <laughs> but I am going to not crush the prodigy. Really? Oh, I did not see that coming. Are you crushing the Dan Wesson? No. What? Oh my god! My head's going to explode. Tell me uh, more. So, I'm just going to get this out of the way and then I'll explain why. I'm crushing the Staccato P. Here are my reasons. My competition gun will be the DWX. I can have it milled, no problem. If it's anything like compact, and this is just off of uh, presumption, because we haven't shot the full size. Mm -hmm. So if it shoots like the compact, which I'm in love with already, mm -hmm. I'm in. Plus, I already have a gang of mags that work in the full size P. DWX. True. So I'm, I'm ahead of the game there. And those are CZP-10 mags, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. But the CZ-75 compact mags are the ones that go in the... And my Shadow 2 grips that I love so dearly from Patriot fit the DWX. Nice. So I'm already in love with this gun just from the 
way that everything works with it. Okay. So I'm in. Where I'm going to cheat is, I am going to carry the Prodigy, but because uh, this is actually from Albert, Albert didn't specify, the reason I'm carrying the Prodigy is because I can get it in a 425 barrel, and it didn't say that I can't work on it. So I'm going to swap out all the MIM parts, I'm going to keep it a polymer frame that's stippled, and I'm going to put a good trigger system in there, and give it a workaround, you know, give it a little tune-up to make sure that it's reliable. And you had a good carry gun that's optic ready. And still relatively light. And the main reason for doing that, strictly, the only reason you did that was because of the shorter barrel. Yeah. Okay. Just to make sure like, that was the only reason that you would do all of that work. I just wanted the most compact gun I could get. Yeah. Which, out of those, is no matter which way you slice it, is 425 is shorter than 44. Which is what the staccato was. So, I can walk up next to you and go, mine's bigger. Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> In that case, it would be. Yes. I do love that gun. I don't know. I mean, I... I mean, even changing changing and stuff, I don't even know if I would... I don't know. The, the Prodigy just put a bad taste in my mouth. See, you haven't gotten a chance to shoot the newer ones that have been fixed. I've gotten to shoot quite a few of them, mm -hmm. and they do shoot good. Like, they shoot nice. Mm -hmm. But I know just from multiple people that have already broken stuff on them that they need a good tune-up inside of them. Mm -hmm. So, if it's going to be a gun I'm going to carry, that's going to get a good tune-up, trigger job, stippled, and a red dot. And yeah. if, we're, if we're throwing all that out there, probably Lucky 7 or Genghis Comp that one, too. Oh, yeah, Genghis Comp, that would be awesome. So, there you go. Whoever asked about the uh, perfect pistol build, I gave it two. <laughs> well, three, actually, because I did the DWX as well. Yep. So there's that. God, I want that gun. Anyway. I feel like we packed a lot into this episode. Thank you guys for bearing with us while we crammed three weeks of news right. and nationals all into one episode. That's why we love you guys. Yes, and I will try and schedule it out to where it maybe spaces out uh nationals you're either gonna have to talk with just jackie or maybe if we get another interview done in time i'll put an interview up and we'll save nationals with me and her for afterwards mm -hmm. uh, as a recap but yeah we love you guys thank you so much for the support uh you can again find all of our stuff at laughingload.com or on youtube at laughingload and all the other stuff Everything's at Laugh and Load, and the email for the podcast is pewtimepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. As always, guys, thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye.